Hi, everybody. Welcome to Jumpstart. I'm Mark Hinman, lead pastor at Hillcrest Church in Jamestown, New York. And this is episode 10 of season two of the podcast that's all about giving us the boost we all need to keep us moving forward and the way of Jesus so that we can be more motivated and focused on him and less empty and miserable in life. And each episode, I have Lucas Lassinger, my co-host, uh, with me. Again, we're on Zoom today recording, uh, Lucas, because you're off at grad school. I am, living up my life in Rochester, you know. Yeah, and how's, uh, how's school going so far? Going well, going well. Okay. Right. used to the city, the deeper into the semester I get, I'm learning new places to go and eat, and walk. There's this really nice place to walk. I, we can get to the real topic that everyone's here for in a minute, but Cobbs Hill Park here in Rochester. Oh, yeah. Very yep. pretty place to go walking. Yeah, I lived in Rochester for a couple of years, so I'm okay. somewhat familiar with it. So, hey, what are we going to talk about today? So today we are finishing up our Now What series. And uh, so this is a story of Joseph. And we've been going through it, just you and I, no guests this mm-hmm. uh, No guests. We'll get back to guests next series, though. And yep. uh, so we left off, and Joseph was stuck in jail. You made Joseph sit in jail an extra week. I did. Truth is, he was there at least two years. We're not exactly sure how long he was stuck in jail, but uh, he, was, he was there a while. Um, but because of Joseph's relationship with God, he could interpret dreams, and that is really his get-out-of-jail-free card, because Pharaoh one day has a dream, and he calls in all of his advisors and all the wise guys uh, in the kingdom and asks them to interpret the dream. He tells them the dream, and none of them can make sense of it. So the chief cupbearer, who if you remember from last episode, had been in the jail with Joseph, uh, and Joseph had rightly interpreted his dream. Chief Cupbearer, speak, Cupbearer speaks up and he says, hey, I know somebody. I remember a guy from jail that uh, can interpret dreams. And so they go to get J- uh, Joseph, bring him out, and the Pharaoh per- in, you know, continues on and, 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 and tell, proceeds to tell him his bizarre dreams, which actually has two parts. <laughs> the first part is about seven fat and healthy cows and followed by seven ugly, scrunty cows. And then the second part is about healthy, uh, seven healthy heads of wheat that sprout, followed by seven withered and thin um, heads of wheat. And it's just very bizarre to everybody that's listening to it. Well, Joseph listens to it and he says, The Lord has told you what is going to happen in the future. And the seven healthy cows and the seven um, healthy heads of wheat are the same dream. And that means that you're going to have seven years of abundance that's coming to Egypt. But that's going to be followed by seven really terrible years of famine. And that's what the seven ugly cows um, and starving cows and the seven withered, uh, thin um, heads of grain are all about. So Pharaoh instantly realizes, yes, that is true. That is right. And so he, in one fell swoop, points, appoints Joseph like second in command in the nation and essentially the prime minister. And, and Joseph is all of a sudden put in charge of this massive building project where they built storehouses all over the country and harvest uh, the grain for seven years, store it up because there's seven years of famine coming. 
Well, back in Canaan, the same famine hits there. It's 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 a like a that area of the world, the whole area is in famine. So his family, Joseph's family, live in Canaan. That's where he's from. So they're starving likewise. So they end up coming to Egypt because they they hear there's food in Egypt and end up meeting Joseph because he's in charge of the food distribution. Now they don't recognize him. Um, they they think he's dead. Uh, but he definitely recognizes them. And so the question is, so what does Joseph do in that moment? Yeah, there's a lot of options there. I mean, you're essentially, you know, like perfect candidate for like chief of in- like secretary of infrastructure. And uh, you've got all the, all the power in your hands and you get to make the decision. Right. They, I mean, they're, they're right in the palm of his hand. And I mean, I mean, you've got brothers. What would you do? Would you? Did you ever seek revenge on your brothers? Oh, never. No? Absolutely, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, payback. I mean, it was brutal, right? It was uh, in the Lassinger house. It was uh, what goes around comes around, kind of. Comes around, <laughs> right? Yeah, and and you know, I mean, I don't know if any of us can can even fathom, you know, what Joseph's family did to him. His brothers sold him into slavery. Yeah, and so I mean. I mean, thankfully, be, thanks to the, the written narrative we have, we, we know what he did do. And uh, he didn't completely abuse his power. Got to give the guy credit. And no one would have blamed him. No, he actually, he doesn't let on who he is initially, but he sends him home with food. They end up coming back a second time. And there is some give and take there. He, he puts a little, puts a little screws yeah. to him. You know, he That's a little bit. Throws some stuff in there, accuses him of stealing. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's a really fun story at that stage to, to read. But long and the short of it is they all, and he sends for the entire family, their entire extended family ends up moving to Egypt and he sets them up on the best of farming land in Goshen, um, lush area of Egypt. And, and there they can now live. Pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, and you know, to the brothers, they're excited, but then their father dies and their father was really close with Joseph. And so, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. imagine feeling like your one last, you know, straw that was holding you on and giving you this chance is gone. Suddenly they're kind of throwing themselves at Joseph's feet all over again. Right. Yeah. They're, they're fearing revenge again. You know, they're thinking that he's, he's been nice to us because of dad, but dad's gone now. So what's going to happen to us? Um, and that brings us to our, our key verse. Uh, Joseph is just like really torn up that they would think that about him. And so he makes this statement in chapter 50 of Genesis. In verse 19, he says, Joseph says, don't be afraid. Am I, I, am I in the place of God? You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. So then don't be afraid. I will provide for you and your children. Wow. I mean, it's just awesome. So he brings it all together and says, you know, I I can see back. I mean, the whole thing, everything that you did to me, God worked for good. Amazing. Amazing. And that, that brings us really to our, so what for the day. Okay. So, so what? Yeah. Joseph, I mean, if there ever was one is I say the, the poster child for Romans 828, which many of our listeners probably know, if you don't know, you should look up Romans chapter eight, verse 28, which says that God can cause all things to work together for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Yeah. Only God can do that, but he does. He does. And he will do. Well, you know, 
we always have an unpaid commercial. I can't let us go through without having a, an unpaid commercial. And there are many different worship songs that revolve around that that concept, that verse, because it is yep. something that's very powerful. But I'll just yep. recommend one. It's called Sea of Victory, and it's by a group called Elevation Worship. And if uh, people want to pull it up on YouTube, Spotify, we encourage them to take a listen. Uh, you know, maybe you want to have it in the background of your Thanksgiving dinner, just on loop, listen to it about a thousand times. You know? uh, <laughs> it's a great song. We we uh, sing it at our contemporary service, uh, um, 11 o'clock on Sundays. It's, yeah, it's a great song, very powerful. And, and if you don't remember it, and if they don't remember it, they can pull it up on the Jumpstart Podcast Facebook page, and we'll yeah, have it listed there. there. There you go. There you go. Hey, Lucas, you want to pray for us today? I would love to pray for us. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this time that we could all come together, whether it's listening or sharing, and thank you for the power that you have to work things together for good. Uh, we know that no matter what the situation we are in and all the situations that Joseph's been in that we've talked about for episodes now of compromising situations and unfair situations, that you work them together for good. And we just thank you for that this morning, Lord. And uh, I ask that you bless everyone as they go on their way throughout their day. In your name, amen. Amen. And I want to thank everybody for listening today. Uh, without you, we really wouldn't have a need to do these podcasts. So we're glad that you are with us again today. If you would take a moment sometime, if you use an Apple device to go over to the Apple store and rate our podcast, that would help others to be able to find it as well. Um, or share it. Uh, if you thought this episode was helpful to you, perhaps you'd share it with somebody else that used this sort of message as well. And if you want to reach out to us, you can email anytime at podcast at hillcrestjamestown.com. And I invite you to check out our Sunday services. Uh, we are in person in, in Jamestown, New York at 845 and 11 and st live streaming at those times and then a 7 p.m. service online only. But thanks again for being with us uh, today. God bless you and happy Thanksgiving.